You're listening to the PT Profit Podcast, episode number 27. Today, I'm sitting down with my friend, Jennifer D. Muchowski, and we're talking all about how to build a brand. So if you're ready, stay tuned. Hi, I'm Beverly Simpson, former fitness manager turned online personal training business owner. And this podcast is where smart fitness professionals, including trainers and clinicians, discover how to increase client performance in movement, package and position their products and services and get out of their own way so that they can increase their revenue to live a life that they love without sleazy sales. Welcome to the PT Profit Podcast. What's up, Coach Beverly Simpson here, and I am your host of the PT Profit Podcast. Welcome to another one of our episodes, and I'm super pumped because today I have a very special guest. We are collaborating on a project together, which we do share about inside of this episode, but I am bringing to you a friend, Jennifer Dimajowski. Okay. Now I can't begin to tell you how much I have practiced this name. And if I have botched it, please forgive me, but I really have been practicing it. And we had a really, really good conversation. We laughed, we joked about it. I was for sure in the green room. I made her tell me how to say it at least four or five times. But I'm really excited because today we are talking about all of the ways that we can build a brand. So I primarily focus on the messaging, how you say it, and what you say. And she does a lot of the visual components and how you build the look and feel of your brand from a design perspective, as well as the messaging component. Now, Jennifer does share her story inside of this podcast, tells us all about how she went from her creative education and her creative background and how it brought her to the personal training world. And she's now a personal trainer on the East Coast, and she is transitioning into the marketing and design world. And in this episode, we talk all about brand basics. We talk about all the ways a coach can begin their online experience, their online imprint. So without further ado, let's go ahead and roll that interview. Today I have with us Jennifer, I call her Jen, but Jen Dimachowski. Woo! Good job. Okay, she got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I am so excited. So Jen, how are you? I'm doing well. This is so exciting. I'm so pumped to be here. This is great. Thank, thank you. you. Yes, no, thank you. I'm really excited to get into today's episode. So, you know, just jumping off like I always do, can you tell us a little bit about who you are, who you help, and how you got there? All right. So, Jen, Jennifer, either way, call me whatever you want. Jennifer Dimachowski. I am a born and raised Jersey girl. Um, I have been a graphic designer since I graduated college. That's what I majored in. And, um, I've been in fitness for only three years now, which is crazy because this is kind of 
Now, the best part of both worlds, so my fitness career and my graphic design career are becoming one and they are merging into one extravagant piece. And so basically what I do now is coach fitness professionals to understand their voice and their brand. Um, and so I got here, ah, uh, let's see. So did- Before you dive in, because I want to go, like go all the way back. How did- That's get from graphic design into fitness yeah 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 that's what we're gonna do all right so big turn of events so thing is i started my first job out of college was in fashion i worked for michael kors corporate i interned there landed my first job there it was awesome amazing fantastic it was in new york city it was crazy um but the only thing was everyone there did not have work-life balance, including myself, which was where my fitness journey kind of kerplunked. And so from there, I jumped ship, left there, ended up moving down to the DC area, worked for Cushman and Wakefield for graphic design for two and a half years in commercial real estate. Worked there and was like, all right, this is cool. And I started getting into fitness again because I had more free time, which was amazing. But then as I was training at a group fitness gym called F45. They were like, hey, you're like really motivating. Would you ever think about coaching? And I was like, yeah, like that's cool and all, but I don't know if I could juggle it all. Well, fast forward, end up getting my NASM certification, end up coaching here and there on the weekends, still working my nine to five. Come two years into that, into that nine to five, about six months into coaching, I was like, you know what? I, this whole nine to five lifestyle is not for me, but I love graphic design, but I'm not, I want to, progress as a designer. I want to progress within my career and I just need to get out of here. So I jumped ship with no plan whatsoever. Um, I left on April 6th. My birthday is April 8th. I ended up touring the U.S. with Wanderlust 108 and I was an MC for them. And my first one was on my 27th birthday. I stepped on stage and I was like, what is going on? So that was awesome. Then from there, for a month, I had just been doing Wanderlust. And then a gym fell into my lap and they needed a creative director and I ended up being their creative director and then they started noticing I also was into fitness. So then I was their assistant director and their creative director and basically started a gym from start to a live gym from the baby, the brainchild of everything, all the way to doors opening. We have people coming in. This is crazy that what was on paper one time in someone's kitchen is happening and is real. Um, that I left last August, so it's actually been a year. And since then I've been on my own, just doing personal training, group fitness virtually because of COVID and um, just been doing my own thing. And then since then, since COVID has hit, I have had a lot of personal trainers reaching out to me. Hey, how did you create this IG story highlight? Hey, I saw your website looks amazing. How do you do this? And I realized that there is a need that coaches and trainers need assistance in the virtual transition for lack of a better term, right? Because of COVID, because many of us are having our box gyms closed down or they're not offering as many hours or just clients don't really wanna step into the gym for their own health reasons. Um, it's been a transition for all trainers to really understand, okay, well, what does it take for me to kind of go off on my own and do something? And so that's where I came in and realized there is a need for me to help these fitness professionals. And that's where I've been now. So I've been helping fitness professionals on the side, basically understand their voice, understand their brand, who they are, who they're trying to reach and all of their clientele. Okay, so three things that have come up and I'm super excited to get into it as usual. Um, number one, what years did you work at Cushman and Wakefield? 
2016 to 2018. Because I started there, that I was a I was a admin assistant for Cushman and Wakefield Commercial in San Francisco. In oh my goodness, so funny! Like I think I think I was there 2006 to 2009 or eight. Oh wow! Okay, right before I moved to New York. Wow! So, oh crazy! So I know that world actually really well. Uh, wow! <laughs> been 12 years, 13 years. Is that, mm-hmm. I mean, time flies. Okay, number two. Yes. Uh, I am really excited about the, I'm really excited to talk about like the creative side, that stuff, that, and the branding specifically, because, well, first of all, this kind of bleeds into number three, which is that I know Jen through our friend Compound Performance, who we've had on the podcast, Kyle and Matt, and they brought us together because I teach specifically more of the what and the how you say things. I talk more about the copywriting and the message in the copywriting, but as my friends can see that my design as <laughs> brand imprint that I have online. Well, Jen's going to help me with that. So it's something that I have not, that I don't, I didn't like put my attention to. So that's why I'm really excited to dive into it today because people, I do teach the fact that we, we buy things from an emotional standpoint. And that comes from the right side of the brain, the subconscious and the images Mm-hmm. you use are what impact that. And oh, yeah. I think it is such a powerful thing to really dive into the, the concepts of, you know, what your online imprint looks like. Yeah. And I think the other thing is, it's not just the image, but it's the colors you're using and the, the way that the font is displayed and the, the verbiage that's using, right? There's so much that goes into it that we as consumers, if you don't really know the psychology behind it, what's happening when you look at that product on the shelf and why you're picking one versus another, it's insane how that can make such impact on one of your potential clients. Right, exactly. And you know, have you ever had that feeling where you're looking at something and you're like, I just don't know why it just doesn't feel right, but you can't Mm. explain it. That it's because of how you're, you're showing up. Absolutely. And I think another thing is we, as people, especially nowadays, we see so much, right? So when it does hit and it's making that connection for us, we're like, oh, well, why am I loving this? Or why can't I stop looking at that? And why do I keep going back to that? And then that's because of impactful graphic marketing that's going on. And that's something that a brand is selectively happen. They're choosing, they're happening to choose that, which is grabbing you in, which is a call to action of some sort. That's really like luring you in to get their product. Right. I mean, I'll, I'll also share, you know, personally is that I, when I reached out to Jen, cause I, I had her look at my stuff and I said, I can't tell you what's off about it. I can't mm-hmm. really tell you what I don't like about it. I just know that I don't like it. And that is me looking at my stuff from not, not even a consumer point of view from a, you know, a business point of view. But if I feel that way about my own stuff, someone is feeling that way about your stuff too. They just right. can't put their finger on why it's not going, why it doesn't resonate. And And it's not to say that you are going to be for everyone, right? That's part of like understanding your brand and your voice and what your mission is. 
but there are things where you're like, I would like it if people, if it appealed to the masses, but then it really spoke to certain individuals, right? There's one thing to say that this brand does not look good, or this doesn't look correct, or this is not holding together. And it's another thing like, oh yeah, I like that, but maybe it's not for me. Yeah. So I love that. I love that, which honestly, I'm glad you said that because that's oftentimes like when I coach my people, mm-hmm. I tend to not talk, well, A, because I'm not creative to, and, but, <laughs> you know, sometimes people get stuck into the bills and whistles and they get, mm. this is why I'm really glad that you're talking about this. Cause it's not, it's not, it's, it's more than just how does this look? It is, it is my, right look good. What's my about me page? No, it's about connecting to your ideal client. Yes. And so I want, I would love for you to expand more on the mission. Cause I think most people miss this. They skip. Well, I think it's kind of, um, putting your story out there. A lot of times people are gravitating more one, if it's relatable, like how, how many times nowadays do we see Instagram pages and Instagram stories where you're like, okay, yeah, but is that really the life she lives? Or do they really travel there all the time? Or is that really how they look all the time, 24 seven? They wake up like that, right? And people, I've had so many individuals reach out to me on Instagram and just be like, I follow you because you're real raw and like your message that you're talking to us about, you're not afraid to share experiences. You're not afraid to share your story. You're not afraid to share that you've battled depression or battled an eating disorder or, or, or something, right? Because people want to make that connection. They want to realize, one, that they're, they can get help. Two, that you're able to take them from, from where they're at in their pain point and take them to a higher level. And three, that you're, you're going to provide them with the steps and the tools to do so. Mm-hmm. So true. So true. Yeah. Important. So can you talk to us a little bit too, like about go deeper on, on the mission? Like where would you start? Because here's the thing that I have found, right? And mm-hmm. I've noticed this in myself where I just don't want to go there. I want to skip that part because that doesn't, right. I don't need a mission, you know, which is not true. <laughs> yeah, it is. Well, yeah. And your mission is kind of your why, right? Why are you showing up and what is the value that you're going to bring to these people? What why would they want to work with you? What are you going to provide and serve to them? How are you going to get them from point A, which is their pain point, to the happy island on the right-hand side, right? Because right now they're sitting here, they have their bags packed, but they're not going anywhere. They're just waiting for that flight to get to the happy island and they need that. And so you're going to help take them on that jet plane and land there and find that happiness and start to realize that they're improving, right? But without having and understanding that mission, without understanding who you're serving, what you're speaking about, what you're speaking to, and also what is that call to action? How are you grabbing them in so that they want to be a part of Happy Island over here? Because you're all having so much fun. They want to be a part of that. Well, what is that mission that you're sending out there? What is it that you are speaking to, right? And so what is this story that you're telling so that you can help them? I love that. I love that too. And then also, you know, when you have that mission, you're going to then create the vision. When you know why you're doing something, you could create the vision. And then, you know, when you start growing your team, your team's going to buy into the mission. Your team's going to buy into the vision. And if it's not there, then how are you going to get people on board? Well, not only that, how are you going to start to have clients speak about what you're providing them with, right? If there's nothing, they're just like, yeah, I worked with them. And it was like, fine. Okay. 
if you go back and you're like, yeah, I worked with them and they got me this and we worked on here and I became more confident and overall my sleep was better and I started drinking more water and I didn't have to worry about this. And when I put that bikini on, when I showed up at the pool, I looked great and blah, blah, blah. That, those are those pain points that those are your mission. Those are the things that you want people to start to feel from point A to happy island, right? And so when you're taking them on a journey, you're taking them through an experience, that's the mission you're putting out there for these potential clients. Oh yeah, that's, I didn't even think about that is that they, you're, you're also creating that mission for them because sometimes yeah. people have, you know, how many times have you had that client that's been like, I just want to be toned or they're like, I want to be healthy. And you're like, oh, that's cool. But what does that mean? What does right. that look like? How do you know if you're toned or. Right. Or how many times do you hear, well, I want to lose 10 pounds. Why do you want to lose 10 pounds? Because Becky down the street lost 10 pounds. Like what, if we lose 10 pounds and you're still not happy, then what's happening, right? So what does that look like? What are you selling to them that they're going to feel that top of the line, that like a shining star once they get to be a part of your program, a part of your service, a part of what you're selling, or just your, your mission overall, if they're grasping onto that, they're latching in, they want to be a part of that. Mm -hmm. They do for sure. And, and also too, I always think about it in terms of like, you know, cause people think, Oh, the why is not important, but the why is the oh. important mm -hmm. because I always think about kids. Kids are the best for those of you. And they're the best in the sense that they just remind me that I, I need to be more like them and they need to, you know, they're always trying to be like us, but we need to be more like them because they're always asking the why, 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 why? <laughs> Why? It's like the first words when they become toddlers, right? The why is important. The why is how you get people to move and the why is how you overcome the objection. Yes. And also the why is part of your mission. Like, why are you out here to help? What is your purpose? What are you providing to these people? Why do you feel so passionate about that this product needs to be out there? Because if you're why and you're just like, well, I think this kind of will stick and I'm super, no, if you're not loving it and you're thinking about it 24 seven, then that might not be the why for you. And that's okay. There's one, there's cup fillers versus passion, right? And so you have to kind of understand the difference of are these things that are bringing me joy and happiness just because I like to do them? Or is it something that I'm going to be wanting to do for a lifetime and progress over? Yeah, you bring up a really good point too, because when business gets hard, because it's going to get hard, mm -hmm. you I better be strong enough to get you up in the morning. Because if it's exactly. not, it's easier to just get a job. Right, right. Yeah. Absolutely. No, no doubt about that. That's a good point. Um, so, okay, so... Now, something else I want to ask you, like, what's your thoughts on the importance of, like, making sure you have all of your, you know, website stuff? Like, how do you met, you know, your website has to be perfect. Like, how do you, how do you approach the, you know, this is the most important tasks to do? What would you are? And then, like, when to elevate, you know? Okay, so I think one of the biggest things is people think that they need to have this crazy flashy website in order to be able to like get sales and, and get people to be a follower and they need to have this crazy following on social media. Knock, knock, that's not, that's not what we need, right? You need to, one, really hone in on what your craft is or what your service product, anything that you're selling to these people. Number one, biggest thing, understand your mission, your vision, your value. 
that's the biggest thing. Cause if you can't hone in on that, when you're on a sales call later, you're going to be like, Oh yeah. And I think I'm going to have, no, no, not. I think you, you need to be selling salt to slugs. Like you really need to be able to sell anything to anyone. So that's the biggest thing. But the next step I would say is social media is a great tool. You don't need to have a million bazillion followers, but you need to be consistent, mm-hmm. right? And you need to be showing up. The other thing is, I would say is a landing page of some sort, not a full-blown website, not a huge thing, a landing page to have a catch to get email addresses. That is your biggest thing because here's the deal. Social media is wonderful. It's an amazing tool. It's gotten me so many opportunities. It's really brought me with together with people that I don't even, I've never even met in real life. Compound performance, perfect example, right? This is a perfect example. Bev and I have never met in real life, but social media, we do not own. It could go away tomorrow. It could, we could lose all our followers. It could get shut down. Look at TikTok. It might get shut down. If you're verified on TikTok, cool. But do you have those 100 million followers of their emails? No. So a landing page is the biggest thing. You can start very simple. Wix is like PowerPoint, plug and play. What you want to do is be able to capture those emails so that you can start to generate your email list. That would be the biggest key point, and I know personally, I didn't do that from the start, and that's one of those things that now I'm like, let me coach you up on this. <laughs> because that's so, so, so huge. The other thing, and this is less brand, but more business 101, do not use Venmo. <laughs> mm. We need to actually be getting business accounts, business banking accounts, and then also processing payments, not through Venmo, whether it's PayPal, Square, Stripe, you name it, any of those. You need an actual business thing that is going to, one, generate some kind of invoice, and two, it makes you look so much more professional. And at the end of the day, when you have to do all of your taxes, you need those. Yes, and you it's can't right. show Venmo statements with tacos on it and say, "Excuse me, can we submit this?" Because that's not going to work. <laughs> oh my gosh, I love that you said that. I love that you said that because it's, it really just kind of reiterates this point that I that that is. It's it's important to note that there's always a paradox. It's a paradox in fitness and it's a paradox in business, right? It, and what I mean by that is I always work from what Stephen Covey says, work with the end in mind. You have to treat your business like a business, right? Right. It's inevitable that someone's going to say, okay, Beverly, well, if that's the case, then I need to get this million dollar website and this million dollar brand and blah, 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 blah. Right. So that's the paradox, right? However, you can think about your business like a one and operate like a $1 million business, because that's the same stuff that Jen and I are saying is exactly what these $10 million business companies. Mm -hmm. And so so when you can just start thinking about that and taking those actions in the same way, that's going to have a huge impact. Oh, no doubt about that. And I think the other thing is these are going to be putting you steps ahead in the end game that you're not going to have to fix tiny little hiccups along the way, right? Yes, it might 
take you an extra week to set these up. Yes, you might have to watch a YouTube tutorial to understand Wix. Yes, I, me personally, I think it's easy, but maybe to someone who's never really looked at a website before or thought about generating one, it might be a challenge. There are so many ways to get that done, but the other thing is these little steps in the beginning that are gonna feel monotonous and like, why do I have to do this in order to just like get my product out there? In the end game, you're going to be so much happier. And also you're not going to have as many band-aids to put on. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So true. And also, you know, the one thing too, I wanted, you, I wanted to just say about PayPal and Stripe and all those things, you mentioned taxes, they surmise it for you. They'll oh, yeah. do this awesome thing at the end of the year. That's like, here you go. This is what you need for your taxes. And it's really cool. And a lot of trainers will be like, yeah, but that 3%. So you just bake that into your offer. Exactly. Exactly. Because also that 3% when the IRS comes to you is going to be so much more money later on because you use Venmo. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right? I mean, so important, but I'm just- And do you, it looks so much more professional. Like, oh, can I Venmo you? No, I'm going to send an invoice through and you'll get a thing in your email. It just sounds so much better. You don't go to the doctor's office and Venmo them. No, you would never do that. You don't, that's not how it works, right? Because it's a real business and they have real things in place. So think of your business just on the same level of that. Yeah. It, it, you need to like really realize and recognize that you are owning a business just because it's starting now or just because it's newer or you're getting your feet in like in the water doesn't mean that it's not real. Mm -hmm. Yes. So it is. you have one client, you're a business. And yes, exactly. And there is a difference between a hobby and a business. But the thing is, is if you are going to start thinking about sole proprietorships and LLCs and what you need in order to have a business banking account, what that looks like, then those are the steps to take that you need to start building blocks, right? So that you can get that foundation solid so that you can continue to build. Mm -hmm. It's such a good point. It's such a good point. What about things like the logo? Like those are things that people will start. Mm, yes. I was going to say next comes all like color scheme, logo, typography, understanding your messaging. Oh, I don't have a camera to take my, I don't have an Instagram boyfriend. That's what I hear all the time. I can, I cannot wait because I take my little awesome selfies, right? I have, I am 70% perfect. I'll do whatever, right? So, uh, but with you, and we'll put link it in the show notes, but when you look at Jen's Instagram, it looks like she's got her own like profession <laughs> that follows around, but y'all, she does it herself. So she's going to tell us how she does it today. <laughs> Doesn't know it so, yet. <laughs> Oh my gosh. Hype woman over here. I love it. So the biggest thing I would say, one, as you're starting out, don't spend millions and billions of dollars on a logo. Okay. I think typing something out, learning how to use Canva, like you one need to understand what your budget is for right now for what you're making and looking at that and then seeing, okay, do I have enough funds to do X, Y, and Z? The other thing to think about is that your business name may change, which is why I also would recommend your business name maybe isn't like sporty. Okay. So one of my old, it was sporty sleep. So I have this web do domain for sporty sleep. I have like Google, like all these things for that, but that's, it was like a figment, right? It wasn't me. It's not who I am. And it's not going to be able to evolve and change with me moving forward. So the biggest thing is now, 
I have it as my name, but it's because my business coach was like, hey, this is awesome, but like people aren't gonna remember Sporty Sleep, they're gonna remember Jennifer D. Machowski, right? And so the biggest thing is when they go home and search for it, think about having somewhere your name in your business. Maybe it has fitness underneath, maybe it doesn't, because you don't know if you're gonna evolve moving forward. But the biggest thing here is make it recognizable and also make it something towards you. I do know another thing that people and, and females specific, specifically bring up often is that, well, what if I get married? Well, you know what? You built this empire on your own. And so maybe you're going to keep this empire on your own. And that's okay. So don't worry about that. It's not the end of the world. Okay. Biggest thing though is look at Canva. That's very easy way to create a logo. You don't need to be spending thousands and thousands of dollars on it when you're starting out. Understand where you need to budget and allocate your money because there are going to be other things. We call this a hell yes and hell no. Write out what your hell yeses are and write out what your hell no's are, right? If you know you're not good at accounting, your numbers are understanding what's going on, that's why are you going to spend those hours on trying to figure that out or understand the math or what you need to do when you could hire someone for that? And that's a hell no. And that's because that's not your zone of genius, right? So you're going to go into that hell yes. What are things that you will want to spend time on and what are things that you're going to hire out for? Starting though, you really need to understand and really hone in on what are the things I need right now? What are the bare basics I need today in order to start, right? A logo, a fancy logo is amazing, but if your message and your mission and your value is showing up and you're putting that out there and you're continuing to show up for your audience, that's going to say more than your fancy logo. <laughs> the other thing is your logo is going to evolve over time, right? And so your, how many times have I changed my logo? Probably more times than I can count on both hands. Yeah, I'm on three right now and I'm about to do it again. <laughs> yeah, and as a designer, let's tell you this, like every day I'm like, hmm, I'll just change this. It's why, personally, it's why I don't have tattoos because I think I would want to change something every day. Yeah, I'm so But like you just, it's going to change with who you are. It's going to change with your brand. Your, your aesthetic is going to change. The colors you like might change. There are so many things that are going to be over evolving over time. Don't stress about it. For right now, get something that says your name, get something that says your business name. It might not be perfect, but don't let great get in the way of good. Oh yes. I love that. Progress, not mm -hmm. perfection. So funny. Exactly. It's that it always tends, you know, not always, I shouldn't say that, but I have noticed that you know, you know, we teach, we, sometimes we end up teaching the stuff that we're obsessed with and overcome ourselves because it's the stuff that we have been so close to. It's the stuff that we've been doing for so long. Right. So it's the yeah. people that are always like, Hey, not progress, not perfection. And then they're like sweating about the per perfection of their, their logo and the perfection of like what's going on in the business. You know what I'm yeah. saying? And so it's, 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 I know why, right? We know why that happened. Yeah. It's totally yeah. normal and fine. But I think that you made a huge point when you're like, hell yes or hell no. And for me, I talk about it like, have you calculated your hourly rates? Mm -hmm. If you want to make, you know, even $100 an hour and you're mm -hmm. spending three hours working on something that you could delegate to somebody for 15. Right. And, you know, if you're even, if you're even... This is, you know, even if you're, you're just starting out, you could hire someone overseas. I was going to say, have you ever heard of Fiverr? Um, I actually use online, onlinejobs.ph. Mm -hmm. I've, yep. I've seen that too. 
There are many things out there. Yeah. There are so many things out there that it's a very low cost. It's a very, you usually have some kind of email or chat that you can discuss with these people. Um, because right now, maybe your business isn't at that level. And guess what? That's okay. You're going to get there, right? But this is a starting point. We need a starting point in order to take steps to the next level. And if you don't have this starting point, you don't have this landing pad, you can't even get to the next level. So don't worry about the next level. Worry about today. What's going to happen today, tomorrow, the next day. Those little steps are going to get you to the next level. But yeah. if you don't have that starting point, what, what good is that? You know, and people get all up in arms. They're like, oh, $4 an hour. That's like blah, blah, blah. But you have to look at it like this. Like if someone from London comes to America, they're going to buy something that's our service and or our product, but it's going to, the value is going to be different right. based on exchange rate, right? Yeah. Ariel has been with me for th almost three years. And he said to me the other day, I can't remember what the, I think it was like happy anniversary. And I was like, if you die, if you left me, I would die. <laughs> <laughs> right. Absolutely. And you need those people because guess what? You could be spending those other hours putting into a workout program, making sure that everyone's things are done, making sure that, oh, so-and-so we haven't tracked this, like really focusing in on the things that matter for your service, as opposed to learning that three-hour tutorial on Canva to understand how to make a logo. Yes. Exactly. Now, those are the, the battles that you're going to have to choose. The business battles, things are not going to always be super smooth and super easy, but it also is worth paying that dollar per hour because time is money. Yes. There's only 24 hours in a day, mm -hmm. right? Yes. So we need to really focus on that. And time you can't get back. Oh, no, 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 no. Time yeah. is most valuable and it's always what trainers want to give away first and mm. I asset it's an asset it's the asset you have to give but it's a that it's often an asset you undervalue absolutely for sure so, yeah so good so good all right so then then so then what's next after somebody go ahead. so after you have some kind of logo I would say Creating, so biggest thing, getting your social media up there. Also, change your handle, okay? Number one, make it public. Change your handle to be something about your business. It's not like I eat Skittles 42, you know, uh, especially because nowadays anything with numbers at the end is looked and viewed at a lot of times as bots. So you kind of want to keep numbers out if you can. Um, the, the thing after that is make it public because you can't, be selling to grandma. Um, she's not your ideal client. I'm sorry to burst your bubble, but she's going to love and support every single thing that you do. But unfortunately, people can't search or find you through hashtags, through some other thing, or also just show up on your explore page if you're private. Yes. So that's something to really think about. So once you have those squared away, then you want to think about doing a logo so that you can incorporate it in your landing page. It doesn't have to be shiny, crazy, like it doesn't have to be the end all be all. It will change over time. After that, the next thing you're going to want to start to do is really put out your message and what is your value and what are you putting out there? That means showing up on Instagram stories. That means showing up on Instagram posts. That also means showing up whether you have some, say you have five emails right now. You have five emails. Well, guess what? We're going to start to send out a newsletter. Maybe you're going to start to send out you have in two weeks, you have two spots opening for personal training. Guess what? Put it out there. Because the other thing is you don't know who someone runs into at the grocery store and they're like, oh my gosh, Susie, I haven't seen you in two years. You look great. Oh, what are you doing? Oh, I have a trainer. Oh, you have a trainer. I've been looking for a trainer. Word of mouth is huge, but they can't even start to 
put someone in your plate or on your plate if they don't know that you're looking to have more people join your family or if you're putting out a program well then they could be your advocate right oh i've been doing this program they're launching a new one in two weeks maybe you should try it with me well you got to get that out there if it's not out there it can't be spoken about yes so true. So true. Okay. So can you tell us about how we can start taking mm. some photos for our Instagram? Because okay, like, I can't, I can't hire a photographer. <laughs> right. So yeah. Tell us about that. What okay. So number one, you don't even, especially nowadays, if you have the iPhone, what I think it's nine and above, you have a camera that is equivalent to a DSLR like a basic DSLR. So number one, if you have an iPhone, I don't, I'll be honest, I don't know about like Androids, but I'm pretty sure their camera capabilities are pretty good this, about the same now. And so, and, and Google Pixel's right there with it. So if you have any of those that are some kind of newer in the last two to three years, you're already ahead of the game. Get your camera phone. Number one, clean off the lens, okay? Because nine times out of 10, I see these really great, potentially really great photos and the lens is like a little dirty well just get your shirt and clean it off that's number one whether you're taking a selfie or you're putting it out to the outside just make sure you wipe it down because we don't need anything of that nature after that you're going to want to get and invest in a tripod whether it's a tripod that's small and can you can kind of bend it there's like a few different ones right you can get the ones that are taller or you can get the ones that are small that can kind of latch onto a fence or they can latch onto a, a corner or they can sit on a desk. So you decide what you're going to be utilizing this for. Are you going to be out there taking photos of you working out? Or is this something that you're going to do tutorials and you want it to sit on a desk and you're going to back away and video record, right? So either way, the thing is, is that one, you need to find good lighting. So anytime it's really nice and sunny out, it's great. But actually the secret is when it's really foggy-ish and gray skies, that's the perfect lighting. That's like the money shot. Number two, get over yourself. People are gonna look at you. People are gonna like stare. People, it doesn't matter. Guess what? In 10 seconds when they walk past, they're, they're not gonna remember. Even if they talk about you, great. They're gonna be talking about you. Awesome. Get over yourself. Don't worry what others think. Maybe they'll look you up on Instagram. Right, they'll be like, where was this girl in the park? Like, oh my gosh, like, yeah, no. <laughs> get over yourself people i get a lot like well how do you get like so and so is like probably looking at you like no you just have to keep doing you and so many people are out there right now in the world taking photos all the time okay and you probably look at them and you're like wow what are they doing guess what it's going to be start being you and it's okay all right so take a deep breath if you need to sometimes i will be like ah! <laughs> Just because it gets the shakes out, like before I go and take photos or anything, it's like, okay, just, I'm doing this for my business. I'm doing this because I have a mission. I have something that I need to do. And guess what? I only have an hour to do it because my dollar per hour on this is I'm not getting paid. <laughs> right? So like, you really need to focus on that. The other thing is utilizing a self timer. Okay. So all phones now have a three and a 10 second timer. Hit the 10 second timer because nine times out of 10, it takes 10 shots. From there, in those 10 shots, you are bound to get one. The other thing is you might take three sets of 10 shots and only get one really great photo, and that's okay. Mm -hmm. But I'm here to tell you, you do not need to have some fancy camera and all these lenses and thick, crazy things. Do I have them? Yes. But it's because I, over the years, have invested in those things that I now need to utilize. When I first started, you go scroll all the way back. 
there yeah. are, are photos that I'm like, wow, why did I even post that? But it was with my iPhone and it's not bad stuff, but it was things that now I know more about, or I'm like, oh, that position wouldn't have been right. There are times where I like cut my legs off, right? It's fine because I was learning and I, I've taken like photography class and things of that nature. But the thing is, is like, you want to think about the lighting. You want to think about what are you trying to shoot? Set yourself up. The best thing I can recommend to is have someone with you and be like, hey, can you go stand over there so that you can see, okay, I'm going to be in this area. What does it look like? Sometimes what I'll do is put the timer on, go stand over there where I think I want the shot, stand over there, just like stand and then go look at it. Okay. Actually, I should be two steps over to the left. Find a rock, find a, a stick, a leaf, something that you could place down that you can make sure that you're in the same spot, put that timer on and then go run over there, grab that shot. The other thing with video is a lot of times people forget to um, cut out and edit that they're like walking to or from the camera. You can edit those things right on your phone. You don't need anything there, you don't have, now Apple has gotten so smart before when Instagram first came out, you needed like all these different apps to even edit or cut a clip. Now you can literally just go click edit and slide the bar, hit save. And that's it. That's so true. How many times have we seen those like people's faces of like, they're like, hello <laughs> or the butts. I love it. I love it. The butts. Yep. I love too. Cause I have kept this. Like I, I scroll back on my Instagram too, because I'm always telling my clients, and this is something I also tell myself is that you have to celebrate where you, where you are right oh, now. Yeah where you were because it's always easy to be chasing these top of mountain like peaks and outcomes and you're just forgetting where you started and so I'll always scroll back and be like Haha, I remember when I thought that was like really good <laughs> the other thing is you won't have that to celebrate unless you get started exactly and I always right? you're never gonna finish with what you started with but you're never no. there until you start mm-hmm messy action you just gotta go all the time. All right. So speaking of time, I want to be mindful of yours. So thank you so much for hanging yeah. out with me today. And y'all, if you didn't know yet, which I'm sure by the time this, ep I'm, by the, I'm sure you're going to hear about it because the, by the time this podcast airs, we're going to be promoting this project that we're putting together. We're putting it together together. I guess that's how you say it. <laughs> queen here and here i am um and we're doing it with our friends compound performance so we're really excited i think what are we we're calling it business basics business basics 101 business basics 101 and we're gonna be talking about this stuff and going deeper so we really are like scratching the surface oh yeah Oh, we're just scratching the surface and there's gonna be way more and so we're gonna link all of this stuff up in, mm -hmm. in the show notes uh, so that you can get started today. Literally, it's going to literally be like nuts and bolts, how to get you started in the next seven days. Mm -hmm. Super excited about that. That's coming. And then um, Jen, this has been so amazing. Where can people come hang out with you? They can come find me, Jennifer Dimachowski, on Instagram. Um, my website is JL Dimachowski. So that used to be my IG handle, and then I changed it to my full name, because guess what? Full name, it's more searchable. Um, come hang out with me there. I'm also on TikTok, Jennifer Dimachowski, if you want to come 
see me not not discuss any brand stuff just like see me really do some fun dance moves and see some editing because um, there's like different transitions and things that can do but also the other thing to think about too is starting to get in ig reels oh yeah exactly about that too which we can start to talk about over there together so it's going to be really great come hang out um i'm a ball of energy if you couldn't already get that so you'll get even more of that with my beautiful face <laughs> over on IG stories and see you there. Okay. Awesome. Thank you so much. This has been amazing. Thank you. Link all of that in the show notes. Yes. Amazing. Thank you so much. It's been such an honor. So incredible. Thank you for listening to the PT Profit Podcast. If you like this episode, chances are your friends will too. So it would be a huge service to us if you would please leave us a review and share with your friends on your social media channels. When you leave us a review, be sure to take a screenshot of it and email that screenshot to my team at info at bsimpsonfitness.com. And we'll send you a very special Instagram podcast that will show you how to create compelling content so that your ideal clients come to you and you go from wanting clients to a wait list of clients ready for your services. Thank you so much for listening and we'll see you on the next episode.